0: Today in science from Wired. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off. My rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.
1: Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Powered by the Salvation Army. Every day, tough breaks happen to honest folks. But thankfully, every day, good people happen to bad things. To give, ask your smart speaker to make a donation to the Salvation Army. Or make your gift at SalvationArmyUSA.org. The Enduring Power of Asperger's, Even as a Non-Diagnosis. Six years after it ceased to be an official diagnosis, Asperger's lives on as a unifying label and a source of strength. By Michelle Cohen Merrill. Sixteen-year-old Swedish activist Greta Thunberg is the symbol of a climate change generation gap, a girl rebuking adults for their inaction in preventing a future apocalypse. Thunberg's riveting speech at the U.N.'s Climate Action Summit has been viewed more than two million times on YouTube, and she was considered a viable contender for the Nobel Peace Prize. In a tweet, Thunberg explained what made her so fearless. I have Asperger's, and that means I'm sometimes a bit different from the norm. And, given the right circumstances, being different is a superpower. Hashtag Aspie power. People with Asperger's applaud the way she reframed a disorder, as it used to be called in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, into an asset. But Thunberg's comments also fuel a lingering debate about whether Asperger's even exists as a distinct condition, and if it doesn't, why people are still so attached to the designation— Asperger syndrome, first coined in 1981, describes people who have problems with social interaction, repetitive behaviors, and an intense focus on singular interests. Sheldon Cooper, the theoretical physicist on the long-running TV show The Big Bang Theory, became an exaggerated prototype, a brilliant person who missed social cues and couldn't grasp irony. His awkwardness spawned humorous predicaments, but in real life, people with Asperger's can face more daunting challenges— It became a diagnosis in 1994, distinct from autistic disorder, but the lines were blurry even then. In 2013, the fifth edition of the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, known as DSM-5, eliminated Asperger's and redefined the autism spectrum as encompassing level 1, requiring support, to level 3, requiring very substantial support. Technically, the DSM-5 essentially made Asperger's a non-diagnosis, says Dania Jekyll, executive director of the Asperger Autism Network, which formed after Asperger's first gained official status from an outpouring of people seeking resources and a sense of community. The World Health Organization also is eliminating Asperger's syndrome from its international classification of diseases. The ICD-11, which was adopted this year and will be implemented globally by 2022, instead calls it autism spectrum disorder without disorder of intellectual development and with mild or no impairment of functional language. Proponents of the change hope to reduce stereotypes. For example, girls were much less likely to receive an Asperger's diagnosis than boys, and girls were more likely to be diagnosed at an older age, a disparity that points to bias. Meanwhile, placing people on the spectrum equalizes access to resources, including insurance coverage. But Jekyll worries that some people with Asperger's-like attributes will return to the ambiguous space they once occupied, too well-functioning to be diagnosed on the autism spectrum, but still in need of significant support. 22 years ago, there was a whole group of people who were unidentified, had no resources, didn't know each other, she says. The diagnosis of Asperger's enabled the creation of a large and very supportive community and allowed people to find relevant resources. Changes in DSM-5 jeopardized that. Erica Schwartz, for example, wasn't diagnosed until she was 39. Asperger's explained a lot about her struggles in the workplace and with personal relationships. It made her wonder how different her life might have been if she had known and had help learning how to cope. It does give you a space to have a bit of compassion for yourself, she says. When she watches Thunberg on the world stage, she remembers herself as a young girl, intensely concerned about environmental degradation. All the things I worried about as a kid, they're validated, says Schwartz, 50, who is now an environmental artist. Yet Thunberg's rise to icon status has also stirred long-standing resentments about how people view the rungs of the spectrum. The levels in the current DSM definition of autism are based on support needs, which can be fluid. I would put myself at all three levels inconsistently, says Tara Vance, founder and chief editor of the online publication The Aspergian. But the levels also can feel like a ranking, more impaired or less so. While hashtag AspiePower endures on Twitter, so does hashtag all autistics, a symbol of inclusivity and solidarity among people on the spectrum, even those who can't speak or require help with daily functions. Using the word Aspie doesn't make you an Aspie supremacist, tweeted one person who used the hashtag all autistics. Thinking that Aspies are special shiny autistics who are functionally different from severe autistics is Aspie supremacy. Fight that. Always. The use of the term Asperger's is further complicated by the history of its namesake, Hans Asperger, an Austrian pediatrician who first defined autism in 1944 in its profound and high-functioning forms. Asperger worked at the University Pediatric Clinic in Vienna at a time when children with significant disabilities who were deemed a burden to the state were covertly euthanized, according to Nazi eugenics. After the war, Asperger was viewed as having been a protector of children whom he considered to have potential, despite their challenges, and he continued to have a distinguished career. He was never a member of the Nazi Party. Yet extensive research unearthed evidence that Asperger sent at least some children to a clinic that was known as a center of child euthanasia. For some, that disturbing history is reason enough to erase the term Asperger's. But its use endures beyond the shadow of its origins— With an Asperger's diagnosis, people felt enormous relief at finally being understood, and many don't want to give up that identity. Stephen Shore is an educator and author who identifies as autistic with the subtype of Asperger's. That designation remains useful, he says, even to clinicians. Still, Shore doesn't express strong feelings about the change in wording. He's more concerned that people obtain the support they need and focus on the abilities they have. What I find is that autistic people who are successful have found a way either by chance or design to use their highly focused interest and skill to become successful, says Shore, who is on the board of Autism Speaks, a national advocacy and research organization. Even though it's been six years since the DSM-5 did away with the Asperger's diagnosis, the name still evokes a sense of belonging. In New York City, Aspies for Social Success has about 1,000 members for whom it organizes outings and support groups, including ASPE raps, rap sessions, at the New York Public Library, followed by dinner at a restaurant. Paradoxically, people who would typically feel anxious at social events look forward to meeting other people on the spectrum. What works is that we're all communicating on the same wavelength, says Executive Director Stephen Katz, who was diagnosed at age 50. Some people describe it as having a different operating system than the rest of the population. A change in the language isn't going to disrupt that connection.
0: Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durban Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off.